0: Okay, what's going on guys? And today we are back.
1: We are back. Roscoe, we're back. We're back fresh off last week's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> fresh off
0: fresh off last week's podcast.
1: Yeah. We have a we have a good show today, I think. Um Are you sure? Yeah. No, I'm fairly certain about it. I'm looking forward to I'm also looking forward to this weekend where we head off to FIBA in the Aviva to see Lencer take on Toulouse. What's that going to be? You know, what it is? it's like it's almost like watching rugby in two thousand and five again, isn't it? Leicester versus Toulouse. I feel like that was like a two thousand and five game.
0: Yeah. But um, if you are new <laughs> to the Energized podcast, welcome. And if you are returning Energized listener, welcome back. Welcome back. We're actually doing this in Ross's other room. His brother Jake sitting here in the room, and uh, so is Pete. And we might get a few guests along the way. Yeah, we might unwanted get unwanted guests. <laughs> so if they can hear us come on in but uh, it's like it's, it's like not blind date but like blind guests yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um.
1: oh didn't Tommy Tiernan do a show with Norty where he interviewed people he didn't actually know who was coming on
0: yeah did I was, believe
1: I, that was true though did you because uh, like they'd have to be like so separated before the show
0: true actually yeah is that still going
1: probably not I think it was
0: one on done on the season yeah probably didn't do that well but um, if you are new to the Energize podcast Welcome! And if you're a returning energised listener... Welcome back! I think we already did that. But uh, on today's show... Yeah, we did. Sorry. On today's (laughs) show, we are going to be discussing the crack of the week, uh, including Tiger Woods winning his first Masters in... What was it, Ross? 11 years?
1: 11 years since the last time he won, yeah.
0: Yeah, we're going to talk comebacks in sport, (coughs) because that was some comeback. Uh, Then we're going to be discussing the Champions League, because it was back last week, and it's back this week... And also the race for the Premier League title in top four. And then, as Ross said, the European Champions Cup is the Ruby semi-finals around this weekend. As Ireland's Munster are away to Saracens on Saturday. And then on Sunday, Leinster are home to lose. And we're actually going to that game. So if you see Ross, make sure to say hi. You owe me a pint. And then <laughs> we're going <laughs> to then move into the main part of the show. And we're going to be discussing all the MMA crack, including... UFC 236 that was on over the weekend uh, Ross just a brief question what you make of the two main fights the two title fights on the card man crazy
1: I think I watched the co-main event that went fight of the year yeah yeah and then I watched the main event that went fight of the year
0: fight of the year yeah um, they are incredible yeah but Ross how are you getting on anyway man because uh, I just saw that Jade posted that it's 10 weeks and counting till you're having the kid
1: Man, I went into Dunn stores, which for those of you who don't know, it's like the Irish Walmart or whatever. And I bought, <laughs> I bought 50 euro worth of nappies and wipes. I was like, what is my life? You know what I mean? Also, I was out Friday night, having a few points, And I don't know if Jay did it on purpose, but she was like, oh, Saturday morning, we're going nappy shopping. And then next thing you know, I'm hanging out in my hole buying nappies for 50 euro. 50 euro? 50 euro. Well, first. I bought yeah. enough pap- nappies that will last for about ten months.
0: You're lucky that cords that long, like Ross' now getting up to the lepido. Yeah, P needs to use the bathroom. Obviously thinks the podcast is shy. Uh by the way, Ross, I noticed that we're less than two hundred followers near ten thousand on Instagram, man. We um, are indeed. Uh I remember ages ago, like that was oh but like I wouldn't say a dream, but it was like that's never gonna happen sort of scenario.
1: Someday we will tell someone to spipe up. Yeah <laughs> Yeah. I think though I
0: think though, right? What happened was, when we started out on YouTube, we had, like, no following. And then um, when we were like, oh, here, look, we'll just keep building up the Instagram following. But I think once we get to 10,000, we should do. do We should do go back onto YouTube and try that. Because um, I was out there on Friday night, and then um, I was sitting near, I forget what the pub was. And some girl comes over to me, and she goes, hi, have you got a lighter? And I was like, yes. <laughs> right? And then she's like, are you Barry? And I was like yes and she's like oh from energize with ross and i was like yeah i was like oh, i was, was look- barry yeah yeah <laughs> but i was looking at her face and i was like do i know her she looked really re- like uh some of recognized recognized i was like do i know her?" and then sometimes you only know these people from instagram so i was like what's your handle so at least if i could see the handle it was like hazel 21 you'd be like oh, oh i know the the handle but um she was like oh I remember it's from youtube and i was like jeez i've done that in ages man. <laughs> but uh, and, th- and then she's like oh why do not you doing youtube anymore it's like Oh we're only doing a like the audio version but like I was like do you know what? we need to go back on YouTube. So I think like once we hit 10,000 again I think we should go back on that.
1: Yeah, we'll be able to transfer people back over as well. Yeah. Which is like it's actually really hard to do. It's really hard to get someone to just go on YouTube and hit that little red button that says subscribe,
0: isn't it? Yeah. I also noticed on the page when on our Instagram page when you click the link, it brings you directly there. Yeah. And then you can't go back out of it. You know what I mean? So it's almost you're almost better off getting the homepage of a youtube yeah it's going on to that and then they can scroll yeah i think so yeah yeah but uh all that would be uh way easier so if you could help us get to that ten thousand goal that'd be pretty amazing because um it's the
1: final countdown yeah
0: it really is, it really is. Doo doo. yeah but um let's get into it this but, week Yeah, let's get into it yeah tiger
1: woods tiger bloody woods what a man yeah the master champion the green jacket.
0: The womanizer. <laughs> First the womanizer. of all... He doesn't... He doesn't the backbreaker. Yeah, he doesn't look like someone who, like, would do dirt in his wife thousands of times.
1: I saw a thing where...
0: I think it's that smile.
1: I, I can't remember who was, who was saying it, but when Tiger Woods came out, that he was, like, riding all the brazzers, right? They weren't all brazzers. Well, they were, like... I think they were, like, Vegas birds. So they might not be brazzers, but, like, they're probably getting paid one way or the other. And... Who's the, who's the baseball player?
0: Alex Rodriguez. Well, that's Alex exactly Rodriguez.
1: It. I don't know how you knew that's who I was going to say. But apparently those two were in Vegas together and like all the birds are coming to Alex Rodriguez being like, come here, come here. right? And Tiger Woods is like, I don't know how you do it. don't know how you do it. Then Tiger Woods, Alex Rodriguez goes, just tell them who you are and they'll all be hanging off. You and he's like, yeah, but what do I say then? Apparently Tiger Woods is brutal at talking to birds. Is he? Yeah. and like That's why he's just got a lot of brothers. but like the high-end brothers
0: yeah no you see he would have spent so much time alone on the course and like with his dad and his mom when he was a kid and stuff so getting to know like he was so focused on golf that the last thing he was like how much of them Brazzers in vegas
1: yeah also uh, like now i never heard this but i wouldn't be surprised if eventually came out that like he was addicted to painkillers because he had such bad back problems that i'd say like he probably was because he got done for that dui did you see that fella who was wearing the t-shirt with, with like the picture
0: of his mugshot on him? Yeah. That, that, that's only sort of funny when you're not near him. You know what I mean? That's like yeah. that's like going up to LeBron James and having like a photograph of him when before he got his hair transplant or something. It's just like if someone's that great or something why would you go up and like mock them? Like yeah. who, who the fuck is that guy?
1: You know what I mean? Oh, no, it's, it's, it's like going up to Conor McGregor with a picture of like Khabib tapping him out on it. It's like yeah. No one's going to think that's actually funny. You know what?
0: Yeah. It's apart from everyone laughing at your man like, getting battered.
1: Unless you're bleeding Tiger Woods' expert's brother. No one gives a rat's. You know what I mean? Like, why you actually hate Tiger Woods? Yeah.
0: Maybe. I think a lot of people weren't that keen on Tiger Woods because he probably had sex with their wives. A lot of them women were, like, high-end women.
1: Oh, no. Definitely, yeah.
0: Yeah. But, um, yeah. Sorry, we'll get back to him. Um, Is comeback. His back?
1: Yeah, I, always, I always find this, uh, like a lot of people are saying, oh, what about this comeback? What about this comeback? Uh, like people are saying, Nicky Lauda, when he, like, had half his face burned off and came back in Formula One. Um, oh, what I think is quite reminiscent of Roger Federer, when he won Wimbledon in 2003, and then 15 years later, he won in 2018. I more so don't see it as a comeback. I almost more see it as, it's unbelievable that someone can be at the pinnacle of their sport for over 20 years. If that makes sense. I know people talk about his back surgeries and personal problems. But I always look and go, Tiger Woods, as of today, is the best golfer in the world. As was he 22 years ago. You know what I mean? And I think that's incredible. And it's very like a Tom Brady. Or it's very like a Ryan Giggs. You know what I mean? Somebody who can stay at the top of the sport for that long, the longevity of them, is absolutely incredible.
0: Yeah. It's really strange because obviously you can't compare golf to NFL to rugby or anything. No, but like the way he was the man, and then went on such a dr- like you just drought of not winning for so long, and then coming back and then reaching it again is so crazy. Like obviously you could look at like Michael Jordan, one three in a row, then all due to like his gambling stuff. Then the NBA wanted him to leave, and then he came back. He didn't. The, he came back in the second half of a season didn't make didn't win the the playoffs, and then won the next three. So that's almost like a comeback as well. But
1: oh yeah, one hundred percent. He's Michael Jordan's won the best of all time.
0: Here's a, here's our if a, not
1: the best of all time. Pete is returning. Here's
0: a technically our, our, our guest is back. Pete, but um um yeah, but oh no, it's just like fair play them because like the shit that, that he had to go through. You know, what I mean like losing his dad. He's I I feel like he hasn't got that many friends. No, um, I don't think so. He doesn't seem that social. Yeah, because he probably, like, tried to sleep with their wives. But um, <laughs> yeah, but he, like... First of all, he'd never won a Masters or a, or even a tournament while his kids were alive. He obviously had that such a public breakup. Like, even if you look at someone as, like, high-end as, like, Bill Clinton, like, even his past wasn't as out there as Tiger, Woods's. Carry Tiger on. Woods' Tiger Woods had to do a press conference. Yeah, like, like Tiger, Yeah, but it was because, like, everyone was sort of, like... Tiger Woods, like... Who didn't you sleep at it? Was more like you slept with everyone.
1: Yeah. No, Target yeah. it was it was crazy. Like I can't believe he had to come out and go apologize to his wife in front of everyone. It's it, like that's not a normal thing. Normally when like Well, I, I don't I, I don't really know a lot of people who've like done dirt and their wife personally, but normally when you do dirt and wife wife, you like you buy her flowers, you spend like a week in a hotel and you beg her to take you back as opposed to <laughs> Tiger Woods has to do a press conference on T V being like I was an idiot. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's very strange. It doesn't even make sense. But also he lost a lot of his sponsors over. I think the only one he didn't lose was Nike, but like they have so much money invested in him, like they have to keep him.
0: Yeah. And it's not as if he was cheating as in like to make himself better. <laughs> Although who yeah. knows? He he had to like check into like sex addiction courses and stuff. Oh he
1: lost the EA sports game, doesn't didn't he? Yeah. That was kind like EA sports. It's in the game.
0: Yeah. But um like even someone like Ryan Giggs who was doing the
1: it was- was all for of, his, his brother's wife. Yeah.
0: Was Geeksy married actually when he was doing all that stuff?
1: I assume he was. Yeah.
0: But you see, the thing is, football is sort of seen like as a, a working man sport, whereas golf, you're hanging around with like sheiks and like members yeah, of is, yacht it, clubs. And
1: Is there anyone at the top of the game who hasn't done the dirt and the miss?
0: Apart from me and you. <laughs> uh,
1: what? Well, it's, it's Tom Brady, due to the dirt and Giselle. I don't think he's a hell of a long time though, is he?
0: You see, Tom Brady seems like a bit of a geek and he's like, "Giselle till I die. He's,
1: you know Tom Brady, I don't know why, like, he's like the Elon Musk of football or isn't
0: he? He is, it, yeah, he, yeah, he's not like a lad. He's, yeah. He's like a... He's
1: not particularly actually cool, but he's like almost cool randomly. Yeah, he's like he, randomly cool. Like, yeah, the respect of his hard yeah.
0: work and grind. But like even like Ronaldo was... It's just like when you're when you're like under the age of 30... And you're multi-millionaire, and you're traveling the world, like you, you like, uh, uh, and the women are grabbing at you. Yeah, like uh, just having like an Instagram model bird hanging off you isn't good enough because there's thousands of them. You know yeah, I mean? I'm, thousands. I'm always settle with your high school sweetheart when people like Nicole Scherzinger or like Jess are like come on over. Come on over, come on over, baby. Yeah. and everyone knows what happens when lads are with groups of lads.
1: Lad boys will be boys. That's saying didn't come from nowhere.
0: Yeah. Also I want to give a shout out to a podcast called Under the Cosh. It's actually pretty funny, it's about football and uh they give all stories about stuff they did back in the day and uh just like real like group lads crack. So if you want to check out a football podcast, that's one what of them. You know? uh, uh, there was a guy who used to play for Sunland and a couple of they used to all play together, but uh there a guy called Ben Thornley on. He was part of the Busby uh class of ninety two. Sorry, excuse me. And he, uh, he was explaining how he was meant to be the best out of all that class in 92 at Manchester United. And then, unfortunately, he had a leg break and didn't make it. But he was saying what all, like, Scholesy, Giggsy, Bex, what they were all like back in the day. And just everything. It was really, really good in-depth stuff. And he came out with a book just explaining it as well. But he got really into depth. And then I started listening to other ones of their podcasts because they're on YouTube. D- but did he on- say
1: he was the best out of all
0: no, they all said
1: it. Oh, okay. I thought yeah, they told you all like, said it, yeah. By the way, I was the best.
0: Yeah, they all said it. And then he was talking about Keno Keen- and everything. Just crazy crack. It's uh, it's actually a pretty good podcast. It's not really that big, but shout out to them. But um, obviously, we talked about Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan. Anyone else with a great comeback? See, they're lucky because the it, sport on it, longevity. It's
1: weird the way what you way to describe the comeback because... Like, people have gone really on death, and they've like, oh, Monica Seles, she got, like, stabbed and came back and won the French Open. I mean, yeah. but like, I'm sure, I'm sure you can go real obscure, but for someone to be written off so much, have you seen the Nike ad, have you? Yeah. It's brilliant, isn't it, where everyone's like, Tiger Woods is finished, he's done, he's, like, washed up, and then he went back and won it. And it's just, it's different gravy, you know what I mean? He's possibly the greatest sports star of all time, you know what I mean? He's in that argument.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. De- definitely top 10, I'd give it to him, after yeah. coming back.
1: And he's also a trans- uh, transcended sports star, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, put it this way, when Tiger Woods was ranked 140th in the world, he definitely still had like the most people follow him around the golf course than everyone else.
0: Yeah, people just love him, man.
1: Yeah, they people- can't
0: get enough of him. Yeah, he is golf. When he disappears again, like uh, no one's really going to follow it as much. Yeah, know? but also,
1: if you're playing golf with your mates, you go. Oh, calm down over there, Tiger. You know what I mean. Exactly. Like that's what you'd say. You wouldn't go, calm down there over over there, Dustin Johnson.
0: It's like, like in my what? case, in my case, they'd be like, calm down, John Daly. <laughs> but um, Ross, we're gonna just move into the Champions League crack because uh, last week myself and Ross went to go watch Manu lose one nil to Barcelona. Uh, I think that's exactly where we should start before yeah. we get into this week's fixtures. But uh, Man United lost one 0 at home to Barcelona. No shots in goal. Messi left with a bloody nose. And um, what did you make of it overall? Uh,
1: yeah, Chris Mullen isn't going to challenge Lionel Messi to fight in the octagon next. Uh, look, it was absolutely dreadful game to watch. To be honest, um, it was a very soft goal. I thought that you know you can see there was a bit of class by Messi. Suarez the poacher at the back post, unmarked, and then I just thought Ash Young was absolutely dreadful. To be honest, yeah. he's probably the worst captain man you know I've ever had.
0: I 100% agree. Um, what do you expect going into tomorrow's game? Look,
1: the only good thing is about losing is that you can be fearless going into this game. You have you have everything to play for. like You have nothing to actually lose. Like We're already getting knocked out as it is. Yeah. So like i like to see them go for it and see what they can do. Because I wasn't that overly impressed with Barcelona either.
0: Yeah, I was surprised how, how not amazingly great they were. We almost respected them too much. Too much talk going into the game was like, the press were like, "How good's Messi? Isn't he a legend?" And it's like, "Yeah, he is." Yeah, it's like, "Shut up and concentrate on your own work." Like, we have to just go for it now. Yeah, like eleven players
1: go out in the pitch, and yeah, Messi might bond them on their team, but you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I'd have eleven players as well, and it's not like, you know, its players were absolute dog shit. They have like Lukaku seventy five million. Yeah, Pogba hundred million, Martial fifty eight million. I mean, Sanchez sitting at home, free but five hundred grand a week. You know what I mean? Like, you have all these players who were like supposedly top of the range. Fred, 50 million. You know what I mean? And we're, we're sitting there supposed to be, like, terrified this fellow who actually cost Barcelona nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's madness, to be honest. I, I want to see United go out there and go for it at the new camp. We've won the Champions League before at the new camp. Let's have them.
0: What's your prediction then?
1: Barcelona to win 2-0.
0: <laughs> What's your prediction? I'll go... 2-1 Barcelona. Yeah, I'm Which, not surprised. United you know, have just been so shit in the league, man. It's just so... We should have just let... We should have just got Zidane when we had the chance. That was just it, like, you know.
1: Yeah, and then the, the other game that night was Liverpool... Oh, no, sorry, it was Juventus-Ajax, wasn't it?
0: It was. That ended one all.
1: Yeah. Um, Ronaldo scored brilliant diving header, And then David Neres, the fellow who's always chatting on birds on Instagram, scored the equaliser. Who do you fancy going into the second leg? I fancy Juventus, to be
0: honest. Same here. Juventus are home. Ronaldo. Yeah. He loves the Champions League. Yeah. He was just born to play football. Yeah. He's an absolute lunatic. The in that Juventus, Juventus, did you see the video online where all the Juventus players are in the change room? They're They're like, like, get in here quick. They're like, Ronaldo, get in. We all love you. It's like,
1: this will only get 100,000 likes if you're you're not in it, but it'll get 500,000 likes if you are. Quick.
0: Ronaldo, Ronaldo, I love you, man. Uh yeah but I mean what do you expect near Ross? I'm going to go I'm going to say two, Juventus 2-1 two I think. Okay so the prediction so far is Barcelona. Oh, well, uh, I think Juventus they're a very good
1: young team aren't they?
0: Yeah we'll go tell someone else on the Dutch podcast. Uh, <laughs> also on the Tuesday Manchester City lost 1-0 to the Spurs. Ross what did you make of this game? Were you surprised?
1: Um to be honest I was I, I really thought Man City were going to beat Spurs three times in a row
0: especially when they got the penalty in the first 10 minutes yeah. and where I missed it
1: very very surprised at that because Aguero's been brilliant this season look I think they're going to get them in the Etihad, and I think they will beat them they haven't actually been amazed in the last few games in Premier League and Champions League but they've been getting the results so I, I expect them to get the results that City team is more used to winning than the Spurs team and I don't know Spurs have always been known to sort of bottle it when it mattered
0: yeah Agüero set a record for being for missing the most amount of penalties in the Champions League, but four when he missed that, couldn't believe he missed that as well. But um, well,
1: I, would, I would like never have him like pinned down
0: for that record. Yeah. Um. Well, like it means I, he has the balls to take it again.
1: I just think being like such a prolific penalty taker, you go, he'd be brilliant.
0: Yeah, but um, in this game, Harry Kane's out. Yeah. I'm just gonna go for Man City. Like they, yeah. they don't often have two bad games in a row. Although, was it last year's semi-final or was it last year's yeah, quarter-final? Them twice was that in the semi-final? Yeah. Okay. All right. I, well, I think Man City are just uh, they're gonna do no, it. No,
1: you're right. Quarter-final because Liverpool played Rome in the semi-final. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna go Man City in this, and then uh, the other game, obviously Liverpool just made a mockery of Porto, winning two 0 Liverpool are just uh, Liverpool are probably the best team in Europe right now.
1: Yeah, they're they're definitely up there anyway. Um, I, I think it's between them and Juventus, toe-to-toe, to be honest. Um, Salah's goal on the weekend against Chelsea was one of the best goals I've seen in a very long time.
0: And we're not talking about that. We're talking about yeah, how Porto no, are going to come back and win 3-0. Tree, <laughs> <like.
1: laughs> Look, to be honest, I think we could probably name about five Porto players. So yeah. like, and they're, pro- they're
0: probably all going to move in the summer.
1: Like. Yeah, I think Melito, Tellez and Hector Herrera, they're like the three, I'm like, they definitely have them, and like, I'm only told, I'm only told, oh and Casillas, and I'm only told about those players, that they're actually transferring the summer, that's the only reason, who I know who who they are, yeah, so look, Liverpool, like everyone wants to play Porto, in that that draw,
0: yeah, you're going Liverpool are true, so we're going to go, the semi-finals are going to be, Barcelona, against Liverpool, and then Juventus, against Man City, they're water they clashes. Liverpool against Barcelona, that could be, like, with both teams on form, that would be something to watch. And Coutinho and Suarez coming back to Anfield. Yeah. By the way, we found out that um, Virgil van Dijk had not been beaten in a, like, in a race or had been done in a one No one's beaten in a beat him one-on-one. Yeah. yeah. In, I don't know. I think it's been a year or something. That's absolutely crazy. That, Are you surprised? That... No, man. He's just... Players sort of run at him and then they're like,
1: shit, pass it sideways what's going on in the Europa League? Where are we at? The quarterfinals?
0: Yeah. Uh, Arsenal won last week against Napoli 2-0. Uh, Chelsea won 1-0 away to Slavia Praha. Benfica won 4-2 against Antwerp. And uh, that young...
1: track Frankfurt.
0: Yeah. That young Benfica guy, stroker. Joe Felix. Yeah. He's got a hat-trick in that. Uh, Valencia beat Villarreal 3-1 away.
1: Right. So, like, the finals are almost set. Arsenal won 2-0. Like, it's very hard to see them not go through yeah. Chelsea will one win in way so they just have to not lose Benfica are 4-2 up and Valencia are 3-1 up away yeah. so like they're your semi-finalists
0: they are your semi-finalists who, who do you think is going to win that um, I'm actually not sure man
1: it's weird because you'd sort of favour the two English teams just because you know more of the players but if I had to pick someone I think I'd just pick Benfica because that young fella look seems to be brilliant
0: yeah true yeah I, I I really don't know I really really don't know And I don't think many people I don't think many people care Unless yeah. they lose a trophy Then they're like We love it lads We love yeah, it Yeah also
1: You're like You also don't know how much The players care about winning as well Yeah But hold on Did you get automatically get into Champions League if you win that? Yeah you do yeah Also, oh, like Arsenal or Chelsea could be like Screw the league
0: Screw the league <laughs> Speaking of the league We are now Okay Liverpool have Four games to go City have five Spurs have five Arsenal have five Chelsea have 4 and Manchester United have 5 games left to go. Liverpool are winning the league by 2 points on 85 po- uh yeah on 85 points. Manchester City are coming second on 83 points. I think we should discuss this first and then get into the top 4.
1: Yeah, what? this is going to be an absolute showdown. It's going to go right down to the wire.
0: Has your mind changed like last week, who did you say were going to win the league? I oh,
1: said City are going to win the
0: league. And are you still thinking that because last no. week I said Liverpool.
1: No, I, th- I think I think the tide has turned. It's one of those strange things where Man City's next three games are Spurs in the league, Spurs in the Champions League, and then Man United in the league. And if you take those three games individually and go, who do you think is going to win those three games? I say Man City each time. But if you ask me, do you think Man City are going to win all three of, the games of, those, three of those games in a row? That's like a different question. And I think they're going to drop a point at some stage. And... I don't think Liverpool are going to lose or drop any more points for the rest of the season. I think they're going to win the rest of their games and they're going to win the league.
0: Yeah. Liverpool will win the league and the Champions League, says Ross. I
1: wouldn't I wouldn't be against it, you know what I mean? I'm sure people are lumping money on the bookies for them to do it, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: It's... It'll be heartbreaking as a United fan, but in terms of like watching football, they've been brilliant.
0: They have. That most goal just... Who
1: knows? Ronaldo could break their heart to get in the Champions League final.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. Um, well, the title race, it's obviously not over yet. They were pulled only at four games. I think they're like, thank God. But, um... Like, yeah,
1: but they look like they're going to get 12 points.
0: I know, man. It just looks like no one wants to give them a game. Do they have anyone left to play?
1: I'm pretty sure, like, they're, they're not playing anyone in the top six left, are they?
0: I don't... I really don't think... I, I think Chelsea was meant to be the hardest game.
1: Yeah, and there you have it. I'm like... City have to play two more teams in the top six.
0: Yeah, uh well, I said it last week. The week before that I was like, man, City and then the day after I listened back to the podcast I was like, No, it's Liverpool. <laughs> oh, I and think like, I've
1: been waiting for Liverpool to slip up and it just hasn't even remotely
0: happened. Yeah, it hasn't remotely happened. It's crazy. But um what's what's the goal difference like? The goal difference is oh City have scored seven more goals. Seven more goals. Plus seven goal difference.
1: So if City win their next game and Liverpool draw their next game, and then City lost the game. City would still be on top. Yeah. All right. Grant, just in goal difference.
0: Just in goal difference. Well, Liverpool have only lost one game all season, but I'm um, going Liverpool anyway. Right. And so was Ross. Now he's now a converted. Um, Liverpool. Yeah, you'll never walk alone. Scou- <laughs> yeah. <he> scouts. <laughs> a, scouts you're, for life. You're gonna have to like cover up that Man City tattoo. But, <laughs> but uh oh, okay, we're gonna talk about the race for the top four. Spurs coming third, Arsenal coming fourth, Chelsea coming fifth, Manchester United coming sixth. This is after Arsenal just beat Watford to one 0 So Spurs are on 67 points coming third, Arsenal are on 66 points coming fourth, Chelsea are on 66 points coming fifth, and Manchester United are coming sixth with 64 points.
1: So Man United have to play Chelsea and Man City yeah. still, and Spurs have to play Man City still. Yeah, you'd almost fancy Arsenal to sort of do it because I don't think they have to play anyone in the top six left.
0: The thing is, all forty teams are still in Europe. Yeah, things m- might change by the end of the week. All six teams are, are in the Champions uh, are still in Europe.
1: Yeah, and like the two English teams are going to be the favourites to win the Europa League, and um, the two teams at the top of the Premier League are definitely there thereabouts as favourites to win the Champions League.
0: Isn't it crazy that just all six are all still in European competitions? All still in the quarterfinals of, of the yeah. competitions.
1: It just shows I, how close it is. And uh, and the funny thing about it is if United can do the unthinkable and come back and beat City three of the four teams in the semifinals of the Champions League will be English. Come back and beat Barca. Come back and beat Barca, sorry. It'll be yeah, absolutely incredible. And look English football has been needing this for a few years because Spain have dominated Europe over the last five years yeah so it's good to see the English football back on top
0: yeah right now looking at it I'm going to go Liverpool to win Man City to come second Tottenham to come third Arsenal to come fourth
1: so you think it's going to stand as it stands you think Chelsea fifth
0: yeah like it's so close like I mean like but I, I just can't see Man U getting into that they're just I, I sort of looking at and they're gonna play Man City and it's like almost like
1: that's an automatic loss. So like therefore yeah. they're already behind. I think Arsenal are gonna finish third. Uh their running seems to be easier. Like I feel like City are gonna beat Spurs, so therefore they'll have a loss and Arsenal are getting a win. Oh yeah, City have to play yeah.
0: Spurs, yeah. And sorry, I forgot that. No, I haven't got the fixtures here.
1: And Chelsea have to play United, so therefore one of those teams is gonna to have to lose. So I think Spurs will finish fourth.
0: Spurs fourth. Yeah, I'll agree with yeah. that. So the prediction is now <laughs> That Liverpool could, first That could change in, uh, Next week Liverpool first Manchester City second Arsenal third Spurs fourth Yeah Yeah When I said Arsenal Fourth and Spurs third I was just like those four Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. worry man No one's going yeah. well, to hate you For saying
1: Well Arsenal Spurs fans will hate you For saying who's going to fish that who.
0: If you hate us Let us know Because I'm sure you do But uh, Yeah It's such a tight race man um, Yeah Anything else to say About the football Ross um, nothing I can think of at the moment
1: um, I think that's it isn't it oh uh, big shout out to everyone who went to that Sean Cox match I'm pretty sure a lot of money was raised for it so it's good to see you know, people put their money in their pockets for something like that and also he said thank you as well which I think is a pretty big deal that like he, it's the first time he's been seen speaking since that horrific incident
0: jeez that's great I mean great news to hear yeah. that. jeez he must be like can't believe like my favourite club are having a game in, my, in Dublin for me. Like.
1: Yeah, true. But also, I'm sure you can't believe that. You went to watch his team play in the Champions League final, and then next thing you know, his life's ruined.
0: That was literally well, nearly just a full year ago. That's crazy. Yeah, Man, that's
1: crazy. But also this weekend, big week in the rugby. Um, Saracen's host Munster. Munster looked like they might be without Joey Carberry, Barry. How much of an impact is that going to have on Munster?
0: That's definitely not a good start. Um, It's
1: fairly devastating to balance, isn't it? Keith Earls looks like he is going to be back fit, though. It's good he's missed the last two games. Look, I think one of the breaking stories of the week was Israel Falao coming out and saying, like, gay people are going to hell as well as, like, loads of other people are going to hell. But I think, like, the sort of homophobic slur was, like, the one thing that, like went over the top for people and then Billy Vinopolo uh, Saracen's number 8 was like he liked it liked the Instagram post and not he did like it he then went and like reiterated it afterwards he was like people were like don't like that unlike that and then he was like no I'm going to put my own post out about it and Saracen's were like we have a Champions League or a Champions League Cup semi so he knows he shouldn't have done that that's all they said about it what do you think of that
0: what do I think about...
1: About one player being sacked oh. by Australia, and then one player being like, ah, you, sh- you shouldn't have
0: said that. Well, what's your nam- Your man's name again? Israel Folau. Yeah, Folau. He Yeah, but he previously done something like this, and then he went and did it again. Um, like, like, how much do you want to get into religious thoughts and stuff? You know what I mean? Like, it's that's for a different podcast. But, um, like, some people have the right free speech, but, like... People like tend not to use it to in case they insult people because therefore you're just being a dick. Um,
1: it's a bit of a catch too, two, isn't it? Yeah, you should be allowed to say what you want, but you're only allowed to say what you want if it's nice. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, like you know, I mean, when your parents are bringing you up, they like only say if it's oh no, what's what's the saying? If you haven't got something nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah. Um. Well, so is your man Falou? Is he just totally finished playing for any club in Australia?
1: Yeah, he was like sacked from the Australian Federation.
0: Well, you you'll probably move to a different country down and play. I
1: could see him just going to France and getting a fat check. Yeah. he's very good as well, so it's not like he's
0: not good. That's the thing, yeah. yeah that is the thing. Um look yeah.
1: Paddy Jackson, he's over playing in England. Exactly, yeah. Exactly.
0: And then people forget. Like I mean, look at the way everyone fell in love with Tiger Woods again over the weekend. And before, they were like, slating him, you know? Everyone loves a good comeback story.
1: Yeah, so... Watch out for Israel Folau.
0: Yeah, so what are you expecting this weekend anyway, Ross, from Munster away to Saracens?
1: Look, I would love if Munster won. I'd, I'll i be cheering for Munster come the weekend, but I just love that Saracens team, and I actually think they're the best team out of the four teams left in the competition. Um, they've won the European Cup, I think, two or three times in the last five years, and they just look phenomenal.
0: Yeah, I agree, man. they are... Um obviously one of the top four best teams I know that's easy to say because in the semis but like, <laughs> they definitely are great um, math l- yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they didn't fluke this this is full on unexpected did you expect Munster to get to the final as well?
1: Um, I, th- I think it's more so I'm not surprised they're yeah. there than yeah. I actually expect them to get there I-, I think once it gets to the quarterfinals in the European rugby I think anyone can beat anyone really Um, but looking at Munster they had a tough they had a tough road to get there away in Edinburgh, got the result, look, Munster are a gritty rugby side, no one really is going to enjoy playing against them, you're going to feel it on your body the next day, it's going to be an upfront, tough battle, but I think the Saracens have like, skill, physicality, they're going to get the job done, like they have Atoji, Cruz, both Vinopolos, Owen Farrell, uh, David Streddle, Liam Williams. I mean, these are all players who, like, could start for the Lions. You know what I mean? I mean, all of them are on the one team. I look at that. And Munster, no Joey Carberry. They're going to struggle.
0: Get off the fucking fence, man. Who are you picking?
1: I think Saracen's going to (laughs) win by... I'm going to say at least 10 points.
0: Yeah. Well, in fairness, like, I mean, I obviously want Munster to win as well. But, like, I'd love an all-Irish final, but... As earlier, we predicted that Man United would lose, yeah, <laughs> and get knocked out of the Champions League, and not even making it the to top four. I'm gonna have to pick Saracens as well. Like if I'm yeah. putting my last ten euro on it,
1: you know what? I think we're getting a lot realer on our podcast, as well, aren't we? As in, like, we're not sitting there and you know, blindly saying Ireland are going to beat Brazil in a football match. You
0: know what I mean? What do you mean? A few weeks ago, we were like, Ireland are going to win the Grand Slam, lads. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but I actually thought they were. I was genuine. Yeah yeah yeah, it was, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we just beat New Zealand. Like, what more did you want from us? But uh, the other the other semi-final is Leinster well, home. If we, we
0: hadn't, t- if we hadn't said Ireland were going to win the Grand Slam, people would have been like, those lads are ticks." Cynical. <laughs> so
1: cynical. So cynical. <laughs>
0: those lads are ticks.
1: So we have Leinster home to Toulouse. Yeah, Leinster um, home
0: to Toulouse. We're going to this game on Sunday, by the way.
1: Yeah, Leinster after pulling this one out of the bag here because... If Rennes Metro beaten Toulouse, they would have played home. We would have had to go to Paris. So on a scale of one ten, how happy are you, are you? Is that how happy are you that this game is in the Aviva?
0: Um, yeah, cause I'm going to it. Like I'm happy. Yeah, if ten out of ten, happy. Um, I don't know. Like, like Here, you haven't given me the money for it, so I'm sell selling your ticket. <laughs> oh, no, that, sorry, that's <laughs> I'll out g- the, that's I'll out not, the editor's savings. I'll, not <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the money. If we win, right? <laughs> no, no, I'll, uh, give you, I'll give you the money before
1: that. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You, you can buy the first round of
0: points. Yeah. And how, that'd be the How much was the, the ticket? ticket. By the way, you got tickets for very, very cheap. Yeah. I explain think
1: was, that. I, think, I don't know what it was. I, I sent a pre-code uh, for the game by my brother. And I, I just clicked in the stadium. And I saw tickets for €25. Euro. And the great thing about Ticketmaster and the Aviva is you can actually click the ticket and it shows where the seats are. So I was like, cool. "That's handy." So behind the goal, twenty-five euro, and I was like, "I don't know whether it because it was a preset or not." But I was, I was like, "There you go." Sending WhatsApp to the lads. Who wants yeah. to go? Four tickets. Thanks very much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Twenty-eight euro after the booking fee.
0: Yeah, Mark was telling me that three of them are together and one of them is by themselves, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna sit by
0: myself. Yeah, grand. Gen, I was making sure of that. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so Leicester at home. It's against Lewis Ross. Um, what do you expect, man? I know obviously you're going to be biased and say Leinster win but explain to me what are you expecting
1: look Toulouse are brilliant they beat Raston Metro 14 men Um, they have some of the best French players in the league Uh, Houget on the wing is absolutely incredible Uh, Medard is also fantastic He, he can play the wing or fullback. but I just look at that Leinster team and I know Dan Levy got like a very very bad injury there like yeah. It could be a career render, but...
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I, uh, by the way, I went onto his page just to see if he was all right. Yeah. And then um, his brother is, is there as well. His okay. brother, I think, plays for someone as well. But his brother is absolutely shredded out of his mind, man. Yeah? Like, that fella, like, just... It's like it's like you, Creed 09. I actually thought you were
1: going to tell me, like, he's actually all right, but you're just like, now his brother's a really good nick.
0: I <laughs> know, oh, but I was, like, don't you wait? You see some people that, that like, just shredded out of their yeah. brains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, at, like I was Like, I was like, Athlete. If you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Whereas like Rob Lipson is just really like, like a block. I mean like you look at him, you are like one percent percenter I say I could still beat Rob Lipson in a race. You know what I mean? I am sure. Yeah, he doesn't good. look very fast. Yeah, he's just like stiff. It's like get oil into them elbows or something. Yeah,
1: it's like like my my arm he does the bicep curl. <laughs> uh, look, <laughs> we all know what Leinster are like. You know what I mean? You only have to like name the starting team, and you are like, "Roy, I think Leinster are going to win." Yeah, is Sexton definitely back for this match? Uh, as far as I am aware, he is back. I think we'd almost. No more if he wasn't back. But if you look, if you just look at the team like Keane Healy, Sean Crown, the top try scorer in Europe, um, Toy Furlong, the best toy head prop in Europe, um, Devon Toner, the tallest man in Europe, uh, yeah, James Ryan, like he, he rarely loses a match. Then like Sean O'Brien, Van Der Flair, Jack Conan, you know Luke McGrath, Johnny Sexton, Henshaw, Ringrose, the Carney Bros, Adam Byrne, you know what I mean. Jordan Larmer it's like the who's who of talent
0: yeah you forgot thing. to mention the bus driver
1: yeah but, but like
0: <laughs> and Leo DeLoyne our mate
1: yeah Leo DeLoyne and Leo Cullen the manager but uh, as I said you just name that team aloud, and it's like that could actually just be an Ireland in Ireland starting 15 yeah but that's a good
0: list. so who are you backing to lose to win <laughs> yeah <laughs> to lose to lose oh man um, what, are we going out, are we going out in the piss after that Leinster game or what we're
1: having a few points anyway. It's bank holiday. I'm off work on the Monday. like so. Oh yeah, I
0: hate the way like, if we go through this and Lancer lose it would be like right, that's shy.
1: Yeah, but that's why you put up the Instagram before kick-off how everyone's like yeah! Yeah,
0: <laughs> don't be late like that other game.
1: Yeah, various, very Argentina, late. Yeah. It's this also Sunday so you have no excuse for being late because you have nothing else to do.
0: <laughs> okay, true, yeah. What happens if you're staying up late for UC Russia this weekend?
1: In St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg. But, uh, to watch Ubery. Yeah,
0: so we're back in. Okay, so really, see, we're putting our money on Saracens Leinster in the final on the 11th of May 2019 in St. James's Park in the Tune, Newcastle. Newcastle. Okay, so if you're enjoying the show, let us know because we're now about to move into the main part of the show. By the way, as we mentioned earlier, we're about to hit 10,000 followers on Instagram. How much? 10,000. And I want to thank everyone for coming along for the ride, even if half the time you look at our page and be like, who the fuck are those guys? But uh, in the main part of the show now, we're going to discuss U of T236 in one second, but we're going to start it off with our mate, the EPO master, <laughs> TJ Dillashaw getting banned for two years for uh, banned substance of EPO, Ross take it away bud because you're, you're on the steroids you know what to do <laughs> so
1: basically TJ Dillashaw got the one two year suspension EPO but also apparently the EPO that they're testing for was only injectable so it wasn't like oh there's that creatine with the EPO in it mmm <laughs> you know what I mean it was like needle out in the arse squeezy squeezy you know what I mean so therefore he knew exactly what he was doing
0: D- Dwayne but Dwayne on the b- bang in the steroids <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dwayne banged the steroids in the in the hole. Oh my god! <laughs> look, TJ Dillashaw. You know what? It makes a whole mockery out of uh, him doing that training with your man Sam Calavita. And he was like, "Oh, this calisthenics training is what made me so good." It's like, no, it's the EPO. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> do you remember we saw him training with Cub Swanson? We were like, no wonder he. we were like, we we're like, nah, he's the best. Like, look at him doing, all that. That's incredible. Yeah, I was like, Jesus, no one else could do that. That good. I was like. No wonder he was doing it so good. He was on blading steroids.
0: Exactly, yeah. Man, we discussed this ages ago. We were like, "How does he, how is he like Lomachenko? He's yeah, but we like, like he's bastard. Like Pikachu. Yeah, he's a it, Pikachu. Yeah, we said that. Like, yeah.
1: And like, that would all make sense. He had the blading light lo- and injected into his arse, he did.
0: <laughs> Gives a bit of that. I, would, I'm um, actually
1: disappointed because we met him and I was like, you're the man. And now I'm like, you're not the man.
0: You see, the thing is, right, if he hadn't cheated. And beating Cody Garbrandt that night, we would have ended up at his losing after party. But yeah. like the trip was so much better because he, he wore, was there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We, we should have got him to have the belt. Like, wouldn't we? we he would belt? You be more annoyed at.
1: If you were Cody Garbrandt at TJ Dillashaw, or your Tiger Woods' missus at Tiger Woods, Cody Garbrandt. Yeah. I sort of took everything Cody Barrow ever worked for, didn't oh,
0: he? Yeah, but like, Cody Garbrandt also said that he was cheating, so he knew, but yeah. like, Tiger Woods' wife must be like, like she must, how did she not know if there yeah. was such a football team of birds he was cheating with, <laughs> you, know what I mean? so you walk
1: into the hotel room and there's 11 birds in the bed and it's like, what's going on? It's like, no, I was
0: talking about football, NFL they football. Hom- they were homeless and just had to let them in. <laughs> oh, they were locked out. Uh, no, I, Oh, that, that's a really, really tough question. Maybe uh, Cody Garbrandt, because you're you know Robin's what? Legacy, all the money he could have made. Yeah.
1: yeah. He was, he was actually on track to be like the next McGregor person, wasn't he? Yeah. As in, like, the UFC put all the money into him. It's like, and he lost.
0: And all that, like... T- like I saw that, supposedly, TJ Dillashaw was taken away from some of the ads. But the link I was watching it on um, over the weekend on 236, he was in those Toyo, Toyder, uh, Toyo Tires ads with Dominic Cruz and then Farris Griffin. He was still in oh, the yeah. ads. Yeah, but here, Ross, man. Like, they're they're going to have
1: to shoot new ads at the UFC.
0: Yeah. but um, with, like,
1: steroid boys there.
0: TJ Dillashaw, he's out for two years, man. That's really, really disappointing. Also,
1: but, like, he vacated the title, so, like, he knew what he'd done.
0: Yeah, but, like, that's just really disappointing for the sport. Like, having someone mm. that, that was that good. Like, was he ever even that good?
1: Yeah, but also it just shows that, like, the fighters, like, there's some sort of inside man being like, hey, Jeff Nowitzki, what are you not testing for? It's like, right, I can do that, so. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah. Does he not feel bad for cheating like that like just the steroids like okay maybe if you're like yeah but the, he might have it in his head been like this fella's coming in try, trying
1: to kill me so if I take steroids I'll be able to kill him you know what I mean
0: yeah but like look Henry Cejudo poor chap like
1: poor chap knocking him out in 30 seconds yeah
0: thank god well absolutely at the end of the day like if you're gonna cheat or do anything it's gonna come back and bite you in the ass so um what do what you expect when he comes back in two years cause like obviously Chad Mendes came back and like people didn't give a shit I've, I've no real interest honestly. What do you mean Like it's, it's so far
1: away That I'm just like Whatever yeah. Like until he's actually Come back I won't know How I feel about it Because yeah. right now like I don't feel anything
0: what do, you, what do you think Is Camper on it as well Like don't you wait like, Look at Michael Chandler Like that fella is Looks Has the same body Like yeah He's the same level Of like shredness Yeah, yeah. Aaron Pico as well He's just gotten Cleaned out there recently Probably probably well that
1: I wouldn't be surprised Yeah And so, like that's probably How he was able To make that cut down to... You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if... I don't know exactly how EPO works, but I think they take, like, blood out of your system and then put new blood into your system. And oh. I wouldn't be surprised like to, have him make weight. They were like, I oh, will take blood out of your system. That will make you lose the weight. And then they put it back in afterwards. So, I, I don't know, but... TJ uh, Dillashaw, you let your family down, you let the UFC down, you let yourself down, and most importantly... You let energize down, man.
0: So and your legacy.
1: And your legacy if that's important too. Yeah.
0: But um UC two thirty six was on over the weekend and it was in Atlanta, Georgia. Um Ross, where do we start here? Because these two interim title fights were some of the best <laughs> fights I've seen in a long, long time.
1: Two or sorry. Two absolute classics. It was the best interim title fight I've ever seen until I saw the next interim title fight. Um, they were absolutely off the charts. Four absolute warriors. Yeah. Warriors. I suppose we should start in the co-main event. Kelvin Gaston versus Israel Adesanya. Yeah. The last doll banner. Um, look.
0: Yeah, for people that don't know, Israel Adesanya won in the fifth round. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he won by decision.
1: After the fifth round. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, oh, yeah, I told first, you he, he nearly, him. He nearly yeah. finished him in, yeah, like, yeah, in he the he nearly last did, 10 seconds. Yeah. Uh, I think he needed about 10 more seconds and it was over. Uh Look, Kelvin Gaston came hot out the out the traps, is that what you say? Yeah, Kate, Kate. and he knocked down Adesanya in the first round. Um, Gaston looked really, really good. It, it was it was as if, like, Adesanya had never fought someone like Gaston before. He's yeah. a very strange sort of fight style. Very good boxing. He... Is it because he's so short but his arms are so long? Is that what it is?
0: It's, yeah, it's weird. Like, Adesanya, Adesanya took ages to get used to it. He, he couldn't really hold the distance. And no. Gaston, like, the, sort of like to duck the whole time and then, like, jump up. Yeah. And he, and he would accept one punch to give a punch.
1: Yeah. He knew he had the power advantage. Yeah. And then Adesanya, as the fight went on, he got the range better. And he tr- he threw some brilliant punches in that fight. He hit him with one right hand that dropped Gaston. Also, very John Jones esque where when it got in tight you started throwing the elbows and He gave
0: him one spinning elbow, that was yeah. crazy,
1: yeah. It was it was just a brilliant fight. Back and forth. The bow were rocks and it sort of came down to the fifth round, didn't it? I thought it was two piece coming into the fifth round. Yeah, I'll agree. And I was and I, anything, to gas, I was, I w- out, I was uh, back in him yeah. to win. I was
0: I'm more of a Gaston fan even before when when he missed weight I was like oh you such a
1: yeah I was like you let me down because I yeah. like you yeah yeah, yeah 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 so there's something about Gaslam like I want to do well yeah it's
0: because yeah but also going into that he was sort of like I don't know if he, he was the bookies underdog but he was like the smaller guy You're like, you always want the smaller guy to win for somewhere
1: yeah and there's something about him that he just seems like a noise guy yeah as well, like, like he doesn't really talk trash I, right? I swear
0: to god I was thinking that during the week he just like in all the buildups and the embeds he just came across such a lovely guy and he was just like that's someone that you could market, like yeah. being like, you'd all the bullshit aside. Even Max Holloway and Dustin Poirier, in all the build up, they were like cordial, shaking hands. Everyone was cool. You- that, and I was like, this is why I love MMA. Not all the bullshit. Yes, it's funny, but like, enough is enough. When they're actually when everyone's is there there two being warriors sad. going to war. Yeah, and the respect after it was just like that's why I love it. Not like jumping out octagons and shit. Like
1: I look at him and he's like. He is the welterweight Henry's Cejudo, because they look alike as well. I'm they like, do yeah. look alike, yeah. I'm just like, that's Gaslam. I was like, yeah. go on, Gaslam. Also, like, from watching the Ultimate Fire be like the last pick to go and win it, and I was, I was like, yeah. this like... He almost has like, sort of Michael Bisbing esque career. You know what I mean? And he's knocked yeah. out Bisping. I feel like he'll eventually win the title. I, I almost think he would have... It was a harder matchup against Adesanya. I think he would have had a better fight against Whitaker. So, I wouldn't root out Kelvin Gastlem. Win the fight and then get another title shot Just because that fight was so good
0: Yeah I don't think Gaslam could beat Adesanya Because if he was going to do it He could have done it there Mm. Because Adesanya nearly had him finished
1: Yeah I think Adesanya's getting better as well Yeah I don't think Gaslam can fight any better against Adesanya Yeah I suppose I think Adesanya now knows his range So therefore Yeah Like it's done
0: Yeah Gaslam will be in the middleweight division for a long time Mm. Israel will probably move up after a while Yeah Would you say?
1: I think just because he's so tall, like I'm, I'm yeah. sure he's gonna fill out that bit more muscle-wise.
0: Um, yeah, and um, when he gets bigger money, he's mm. gonna eat more. He was just such a like so much bigger than Gastelum as well. It was yeah. just like remember, like Gastelum already had problems with Chris Wyman before yeah. with the reach and all that stuff. You know I mean?
1: Also, when they know why he put the belt around Adesanya's waist, I actually thought like it was gonna like fall down, and go to his feet because he's that skinny.
0: He is that skinny, but uh, obviously that lines up now perfectly. Adesanya against our mate Robert Whitaker. For yeah. the actual middleweight title, uh, that has
1: got to go to Australia, doesn't
0: it? Uh, yeah, I'd love that. But, um, what would you what would be your predictions for that? Like, because we know Robert Whitaker is almost like Kelvin Gaston, except bigger.
1: Personally, I, I still favor Whitaker for this fight. I think Whitaker should try and get this fight very fast, turnaround. get in there, get out of the Tanya well, while, while he can. Because if he lets it go six months, seven months, as you've seen the craziest thing about adesanya is each time you see him in the octagon he's that much better
0: yeah adesanya says he wants some time off but like whitaker's the champ, and he'll be like i'm either fighting him or fighting someone else you know what i mean yeah. same sort of time yeah, because he'll be and- like
1: i'll just fight jack ray then you know what i mean That's exactly like, yeah. oh tough and i think if whitaker fights again it almost like takes adesanya's belt off him.
0: it does yeah and he yeah yeah and he wouldn't mind that uh, but uh, we're going to the main event, Ross. Uh, obviously, this one went to decision as well. Dustin Poirier beat Max Holloway. And did you think Dustin Poirier won it on points? Because I was like, this could be a draw. Like, I didn't feel like anyone won it that much more that it was like, definitely Poirier. You know what I mean? I, I think he
1: did, but it was very, very close. As in, you, I'll tell you why I thought I th- I th- he won it. Because the whole time I was watching the fight... I was cheering for Max Holloway, if that makes sense. Yeah. So therefore, you're a mate, obviously. Yeah. And when I was when I was cheering for when I was cheering for Max, I still sort of thought Poirier was Edna in those like vital sort of big shots. Max Holloway got rocked yeah. a few more times than Poirier did, and I think he deserved the nod. To be honest, yeah. I spent once they read out the four uh, scorecards for nine forty six. I was like, it's definitely Poirier. Like Poirier definitely won two rounds.
0: Um. Oh, did you not? Think it was too wild going into the. Into I, I the did, field?
1: but once it was forty nine, forty six, I was like, there's no way someone could score a forty nine, forty six for Max Holloway. Yeah. I know the judges are a bit wild, but like, there's no way. If he called, they start calling them 48 47, 46 49, 48 I'd be like, Jesus, don't know who won. But you know, when you just hear a call out, you're like, oh, he definitely won now. Yeah. Also, if you have a look at the two of them after the fight, I know that's not really the way you should judge a fight. Like, Max Holloway was busted up, yeah. and Poirier looked much fresher. There's something like Poirier when it's like his arms and his back and his physique is just so much bigger than Holloway's. I feel like Holloway eats a lot of cupcakes and then cuts down and fights, as opposed to he probably just do a bit more strength and conditioning training.
0: Yeah, although he dropped quite quick since his last fight yeah. against Ortega. Um, d- like, it, do you think Dustin Poirier is the better fighter though? You know,
1: no, I think Max Holloway's got more skills. I just think this actually became a straight up boxing match and. You know what? Poirier looked like he just worked in his boxing for the whole camp, and his job was brilliant, and his hooks were brilliant, and I think that's what got him the job done.
0: Yeah. It's still weird seeing him with the belt, although it's not the real belt. But um, where does sort of Max Holloway go from this? Do you want to see him stay at light, lightweight? Um, like, he, he, he didn't really have knockout power in featherweight, and now no. he certainly doesn't have knockout power in lightweight. Like, I could, if Max Holloway won this, and then could Khabib, like, I couldn't see him knocking him out, Khabib. I couldn't. I can't. Like, who's he going to knock out in that division?
1: Oh, I'm actually very, very unsure who Max Holloway is supposed to fight next. Because even at the featherweight division, he could fight Alex Volkanovski if he beats out Al- Jose Aldo. But if Aldo wins, like you're not going to do Aldo Holloway three. Yeah. Um, he could fight Frankie Edgar. Um, not that I'm overly keen on that fight either. But like, yeah. you really, see a look at Holloway. I'm like, he should fight McGregor at lightweight. You know what I mean? Like, that seems like a fight that people be interested in. But you could easily say Poirier yeah, should fight McGregor at lightweight. Um. <laughs> But, uh, also, what like, about
0: McGregor at featherweight? I
1: just can't see McGregor is I not know. gonna have like all that cash and cut the featherweight. I know. Um, and then Poirier, like I'm not necessarily convinced he's gonna fight Khabib next because like Tony Ferguson's sitting there as well, and like he has to fight someone. And then McGregor was like he's gonna fight Nate Diaz next, so who knows who's gonna fight who next?
0: I don't think Poirier really care. Obviously, he no. he'd rather fight Khabib, but I think like Diaz would get him a lot of money. Maybe the same if, as Khabib.
1: It, if I'm Dustin Poirier. I'd almost look at uh, trying to go Nate Diaz into fight because number one, I think he's more beable against Khabib, and also you get like championship money again yeah. to fight another fight as opposed yeah. to like, fighting Khabib next isn't necessarily like guaranteed win, and I, then there's your championship money gone.
0: Yeah, I'd stay away from Tony Ferguson. I try and get, if i fight Poirier, i try to get Conor yeah. McGregor, um, Nate Diaz, or Khabib, yeah, because even if he fights Nate Diaz he'll get way more exposure and he'll get more opportunities yeah. with the I feel like he would be able to
1: beat Diaz especially yeah. considering how long Diaz sat on the couch same here man I think yeah. he
0: like, his gas was just going, going, going crazy I
1: was impressed how, how good his gas tank was against Holloway yeah. I actually sort of thought third because when I was watching I was like "Oh, Holloway's won the third round and then I thought he was going to like I thought he just about won the fourth round and I was sort of looking at Poirier being like has he started to fade and I was like not really not enough you know what I mean
0: like yeah. sort of he did. T- he did slightly take a break. It was just so high level, yeah. wasn't it? it? Like it was just better than what I was expected. Yeah, it was, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was.
1: It was the fight of the it, year.
0: Yeah. I, but, well, gassam is uh, sanya It was just so exciting. I remember I was looking at it and I was like, "This is why I, I love d-
1: it." I think because Adesanya started like knocking him down at the very end, as was like, yeah, like on the oh, verge I of finishing him. I was like, like, "Oh no, no, no!" I was like, "Adesanya after winning. Now you yeah. win."
0: Yeah. I was like, "Kelvin, no." But
1: also, we didn't even mention like Holloway and Poirier like staring at each other after each round, yeah. like Robbie Lawler, Roy McDonald again. Like it was incredible.
0: It was incredible. Like
1: that's fight of the year, and that's it.
0: Bar Artman night.
1: Also, big shout out to Cleo Roundtree. Yeah, winning like that Muay Thai was on a different level, wasn't it? That was yeah. That that was like he was like the master, and he was like just battering a student, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, it was crazy. That Yeah that was good and Alan Jaban Claims he lost To Dwight Grant
1: or Claims he won
0: Oh, claims he won <laughs> Yes
1: And then Oban St. Peru Lost by submission To Nikita Krylov After previously beating him by submission So they're a submission piece They should just fight The Jiu Jitsu match Next time Yeah Overall what you make Of the card Ross um, Look The two It was all about The two main fights And that was it Isn't it It was The rest of the fights Are almost relevant To be honest They were yeah, unless, unless you want to talk about uh, Max Griffin. No, I didn't think so. So, uh, this weekend, we only have one fight to discuss. Yeah. It's uh, Alexei Olyanaynuk fighting <laughs> Alistair Overeem yeah. in a battle of the heavyweights, the battle of the big dogs over in St. Petersburg, Russia. Uh, Overeem's after getting a change of opponent. He was originally fighting Volkov, and now he's fighting uh, Olyanaynuk. What do you think about this? Um,
0: Olyanaynuk is unbelievable the the, the skills. yeah submission so skills off the ground are unbelievable like I think combined these guys have like over 100 fights combined
1: yeah I think Olin has like 40 submission wins which is absolutely incredible but I think Overeem is going to do him on the feet to be honest what do you think
0: to be honest I don't really care who wins but I want Overeem to try and get back into the heavyweight contendership yeah some sort of way
1: there's something some go- like when you watch Overeem win you're like he's back you know what I mean? Yeah. But here, look, if you are looking to make a bit of money this weekend, get on Antonia Shevchenko. Yeah. Uh, I think she's definitely going to win. If you scroll up there a bit, Barry. Um, up a further. Keep going, keep going. Uh, Sergei Palofsky, he's going to beat Marcelo Gollum. And Islam Makachev's going to win. So, like, Pavlovich. get on all those guys. Sergei Pavlovich. Pavlovich. I've never seen him before, but I just know your man Marcelo Gollum is not that good. So, therefore, by default, he will win.
0: Islam Makachev. Yeah. That's the fellow who jumped into the McGregor. Yeah, the, the, the
1: Khabib, Khabib's mate. Khabib's mate, yeah. Uh, 100% on uh, the gear, so he will win. <laughs> like yeah. Steroid
0: boy. Obviously, uh, also over the weekend, Lomachenko beat Corolla in the fourth round. That was vicious. Lomachenko, pound for pound, number one, in my yeah. opinion.
1: That was a lamb to the slaughter, wasn't mm-hmm. it? That, that, yeah. that was one of those things. You know what they do in boxing? They have that mandatory challenger. And it was like Mike Tyson finding some absolute amateur. That didn't get in that much exposure. No. I didn't even know it was on until he won the fourth round.
0: Yeah. No, like I put up a poll beforehand. I was like, because oh, I knew there was a fight on Friday. Yeah. But uh, also this weekend, Terence Crawford's taking on Amir Khan.
1: Yeah, Terence Crawford's going to knock him out. Probably in the first or second round.
0: Amir Khan. There was a documentary out about him there. And he was just like, I'm going for it again for Bolton. Bolton Wanderers. Bolton Wanderers. But uh, yeah, who are you going for that? Crawford, obviously. Yeah. yeah,
1: Crawford. I think Crawford early. Probably fourth round again just to do it Lomachenko style.
0: Yeah, but uh, that obviously wraps up the show now, Ross. We've, uh, yeah. We discussed.
1: Hopefully there wasn't too much background noise from uh, Pete. He was uh, doing his best to run around the gaff.
0: Yeah, I oh, know. I think it was fine. So we discussed Tiger Woods' comeback, Champions League, Premier League, Europa League, European Champions Cup, and uh, TJ Dillashaw and UC236 and more. So uh, Much, much jo- more. Yeah, if you enjoyed the show, make sure to tell a friend or something. We're racing to 10,000. Once we get to 10,000, we're going to start putting stuff up on YouTube as well because uh, people want to see our... 5 out of 10 faces. But add it together, that's 10 out of 10. And that's energised. So, guys, thanks for listening. Give us those shout-outs. And as always, stay energised. <laughs> stay under- stay energised.
1: Stay energized. Stay energized.